BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon Georgia will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are on the hilltop facing the Dons of San Francisco. BYU will once again look for a bounce-back performance after falling at Santa Clara on Thursday night, 83-76. to A slow start combined with 19 turnovers turned out to be just too much to overcome for BYU. After trailing by as many as 13, the Cougars would take a second-half lead by four, but unfortunately it just wouldn't last. The Broncos would turn BYU's turnovers into 24 points and hand the Cougars their third conference loss and drop BYU down to fifth place in the WCC. No time to dwell on it, however. All attention now moving forward and is squarely on USF. The good news is that the Cougars haven't lost back-to-back games since December 7th, so BYU's track record's pretty good of finding a way to make the necessary corrections after a loss. The Dons are coming off a win at home against Pacific. San Francisco is just 2-5 and five in the WCC, but they do have a win against LMU, which, as we all know, beat BYU and just upset sixth-ranked Gonzaga the other night. I bring that up only to reiterate that nobody can be taken lightly. USF's leading score is Washington State transfer Tyrell Roberts. BYU actually faced him last season in the NIT loss to Wazoo, so they're certainly familiar with his game. Roberts is scoring 15 points per game while shooting 45% from the field and 41% from three. You also can't forget about Kahil, excuse me, Khalil Shabazz, who's second on the team in scoring. He's averaging 14 a game. Those are the two guys, and it's certainly not just those two, but those are the two, your top leading scorers in Roberts and Shabazz. BYU leads the all-time series 23-11. to The last meeting between these two teams was actually in Vegas during last year's conference tournament. The Don sent the Cougars home with a 12-point loss in the quarterfinals. In case you were wondering, BYU is 9-6 and on the hilltop, and this obviously, as we've seen, kind of one of the storylines going through this season, this will be BYU's last trip to War Memorial Gym. For more on tonight's matchup, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, talked with assistant coach Cahill Fennell, who said BYU has to have a better start tonight than they did at Santa Clara. Yeah, it was a really tough start to the game. Santa Clara came out a lot more physical, a lot, with a lot more intent. Um, they really punched us in the mouth, and we had a really hard time responding for that first 10, 12 minutes. Um, but to your point, I think our guys did a really nice job of kind of regrouping, gathering themselves, and then starting to play with a lot more purpose um, and intensity um, and physical fight. So um, obviously we can't allow that to happen moving forward, whoever the opponent is. So we can't allow ourselves to be the seconds of the punch. we got to you know, start games ready to go, and um, hopefully we start with that tonight. A lot of damage done and points off of turnovers, but after 15 giveaways in the first half, you curtailed it to only four after halftime. Yeah, absolutely. Our guys were such, uh, you know, did such a good job of, of kind of, like I said, regrouping and getting their minds right and figuring out like what needed to be done to be successful on the offensive end. And it started with taking care of the basketball. Right, it's hard to get good looks if you're turning the ball over. So um, our ball toughness, um, our intensity with the basketball, and not making you know silly plays and making the simple pass, making the simple play, um, that really served us well in the second half. And I thought we, you know, we saw some dividends of that. And we scored 50 points in the second half and played much better offensive basketball. 
you've won some, lost some, but playing a lot of close games, you are really going through the ringer in a lot of your contests this year. Yeah, I think you're going to see that a lot with this conference. You know, some of the teams are evenly mashed. There's so much parity in this league, and um, I think it's great for the fans. It's obviously tough for us as coaches and players, where you know you have to show up every night and, and be ready to go, be ready to compete and play, and play really well to win. So I think that'll be more of that tonight and, and moving forward. It doesn't get any easier, obviously, with San Francisco tonight on the road, and then St. Mary's and LMU again. So um, it's a really tough stretch that we got to pitch up for and, and be ready to go. You're new to this league, but a lot of the coaches I talk to around this league are saying it's the best the WCC has been. Even though you are new to it, can you look at the caliber and kind of get a sense historically of where this league has been that uh, the caliber of play is up? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's just this year necessarily. I think the last couple of years the WCC has been playing at a really high level. I think the way you see they perform outside of conference kind of speaks to that. Um, you know, I think it's just a really well coached league. I think the teams have talent, obviously, and there's some really good players in these teams, but uh, I think the coaches are as good as anywhere, and they really get their guys ready to go, and they're prepared, and um, they're, they're, they have different preparation levels from night to night, and uh, you're going to see a different look for each opponent, so um, I think it makes it a really challenging you know, run of games where each coach is kind of game planning specifically for that opponent, and that's not common, right? There's so many leagues, and there's so many teams uh, at, the, at high levels that just kind of, I don't want to say roll the balls out and let them go, but they, they really rely on talent and doing what they do, and it's not necessarily adjustments made you know, opponent to opponent. So um, that's been really interesting to see here, and, uh, and it makes it such a such a high caliber league. Coach Pope says anyone who gets San Francisco and Santa Clara in the same weekend gets the toughest WCC road trip, and two very physical teams. You get back to back. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think again, you know, Herb said next to him, such an awesome job at Santa Clara. There's some really good players, but they're tough. They're physical. They play hard. They play the right way. Uh, they do a lot of the game, little game winning things that that translates to you know high level winning basketball. So. Um, those are the kind of things that you know on the road at Santa Clara that you're gonna have to deal with, and then turning right back around with a short turnaround um, at San Francisco tonight is, is more of the same, right? They're they're really um, uh, you know disruptive defensively. They they'll get into passing lanes, they'll challenge the ball handlers, uh, they'll make things really difficult for you on the ball, especially with their guards. And then offensively, they're gonna run some some you know relatively intricate uh, Princeton actions, uh, and then on top of that, with some really high level players that can break the action off and go get their own offense. So um, there's a lot that you have to prepare for and be ready for, uh, and then hopefully. We're ready to go. So much of what USF wants to do centers around the three-point line, taking and making a ton and keeping their opponents from doing the same. Yeah, and that's that's really modern basketball, right? The analytics will, will probably love USF, and um, they're, they're doing it from a number standpoint at a really high level, right? To your point, they're, they're taking so many threes. Uh, they're so perimeter-oriented with all their players, right? It's not mm-hmm. just uh, Shabazz and Roberts. It's it's Meeks, it's Coonan, it's Hawthorne, it's Williams off the bench. They have so many guys that can shoot it from three uh, that makes it really challenging. They got Newberry that just played for the first time last night. I mean, he made two threes last night. So um, really, one through five, most lineups can shoot the basketball, and that's something you have to account for when you're preparing for them. It's a bounce-back opportunity, and in the Coach Pope era, BYU's 24-6 and six coming off a loss. It's not too often that uh, that the things do go sideways. This is a really resilient team that way. It is, and that speaks to Coach Pope and his preparation, right? I mean, we're, we're going to put in the hours. We're going to do whatever it takes to, to get these guys ready to go, and, and Coach Pope is you know, the spearhead of that of really driving this thing forward and, and losing you know, really isn't acceptable around here. And, and that precedes Coach Pope. Obviously, BYU has won at a high level for a very long time, and, and Coach Pope has really just been a continuation of that as far as um, making that our identity. Like, losing isn't what we're about, and being mediocre is not what we're about. So, um, to your point about it being a, a tough road trip, we expect to come on the road trip and go 2-0. and So, um, when we don't, we're going to do everything in our power to turn that around to at least split and, and go home with some kind of a good feeling in our mouths. What's your sense of what this team will become by the end of the year? Ooh. 
that's hard to say, right? I think there's there's a high ceiling for this group. I think there's a lot of shot makers that are eventually going to get more and more comfortable in what we're doing offensively so they know what shots to take, uh, where's a good look, where they're going to get their looks from. Um, I think we have young guards that can get our players involved more and, and really take ownership of our offense. Uh, and I think you have seen um, some some steady progression defensively, right? And I think that actually starts with the front court with guys like Foos and Atiki. Uh, Noah's come along to, uh, last night as well. So I, I think you're seeing some guys are going to put their stamps on the games defensively and, and be a little bit more of a cohesive unit on that end, not just rely on the guards to, to be disruptive and, and make plays in the ball. So um, I think, you know, ultimately what that looks like, I can't really say, but I think you're going to see some steady progression on both ends, and hopefully that continues tonight. Coach Fennell, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck against the Dons. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. All right, that was assistant basketball coach Cahill Fennell. Appreciate him taking a few minutes, and of course, appreciation to Greg Rubel for conducting the interview. Coming up next, we will head out to War Memorial Gym for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, our last time talking to Mark from San Francisco. We'll talk with him next. Maybe we'll find out what his, uh, what his favorite memory of War Memorial Gym is. And we'll do that when we come back. Cougar Pregame Live rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. BYU on the road tonight in San Francisco taking on the USF Dons. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Utah State Aggies playing right now. They are hosting San Jose State. They are in the second half. In fact, about 10 and a half minutes to go up in Logan. And the Spartans with a four-point advantage over the Aggies at 59-55. One other local team also in action right now. They've reached halftime. Southern Utah trailing at Seattle U. 36-34 T-Birds trailing by two. Later on tonight, the University of Utah will be hosting Washington. That game will get underway at 6 o'clock on the hill also at seven o'clock tonight in ogden weaver state will be hosting sacramento state and then in the whack you have utah valley on the road at grand canyon that game underway at uh, six and then at seven utah tech hosting new mexico state let's check in on the west coast conference there is one game going on as we speak pepperdine at portland and the Pilots leading the Waves 64-55 with 11 and a half minutes remaining. Later on tonight, Santa Clara will be on the road at St. Mary's. And number 6, Gonzaga, coming off the uh, improbable loss to LMU the other day uh, on the road at Pacific. I would not want to be the Tigers tonight as Gonzaga looks to... Uh, let go of some of its frustrations after the uh, very surprising loss at home to the LMU Lions. Earlier today, BYU women's basketball hosted Santa Clara, and unfortunately, BYU's seven-game winning streak came to an end. The Broncos defeating the Cougars at the Marriott Center today, 69-59. to Coming up later on tonight, BYU men's volleyball hosting Fairleigh Dickinson. That game can be seen on BYU TV. It'll get underway at the Smith Fieldhouse at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. NFL playoffs going on right now. One game, while it's not technically a final, well, I'm not even going to say that. It's two minutes remaining. I guess anything could happen. Chiefs lead the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-17. My Chiefs looking to advance 
on and uh, see who they face uh, in the uh, AFC Championship game next week. Again, 27-17, Kansas City uh, on its way to advancing. At 6-15 tonight, the Eagles will be hosting the New York Giants. So we're at that time of year where we've got lots of basketball to talk about, and then we mix in the NFL playoffs. It is a good time to be a sports fan. All right, coming up on the other side, out to San Francisco. We've got the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Grubel coming your way next. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome courtside inside historic War Memorial Gymnasium on the Hilltop campus of the University of San Francisco for tonight's West Coast Conference contest, pitting the visiting BYU Cougars and the USF Dons. BYU coming off a Thursday loss at Santa Clara. The Dons picked up a much-needed win after a 1-5 start to league play. USF pummeled Pacific two nights ago. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Grubel, joined as always by my commentary colleague, the former Cougar Hoopster himself, Mr. Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, it's been a back-and-forth few weeks for the Cougs after a 2-0 start to league play. It's been a loss, a win, a loss, a win, and a loss. So the pattern calls for a win tonight, but uh, BYU will need uh, more than just a pattern. They'll need a more even performance than the one turned in the other evening. Uh, a really rough start uh, led to the setback at Santa Clara. Uh, you and I are familiar with male patterns, Greg. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, I, I mean, listen, we don't even need to play the game. BYU's going to win, obviously. <laughs> listen, I think the thing that this team needs to understand, and we saw it the other night, Greg, is that teams are completely different teams when they play at home and when they do on the road. It's like the month of March. It comes in like a lamb, goes out like a lion. I mean, they're just different teams. And if you think you can go to Santa Clara and just kind of be smooth and just do your thing because, you know, you're BYU and and not just get pummeled, you're, you're mistaken. You have to come out with an increased energy and an increased understanding that this is going to be super hard to win and they're coming for you. They are coming for you and you saw it. Santa Clara super aggressive, got after BYU. Nine of the first 12 possessions were turnovers for BYU. I mean, that was a disastrous start. Now, they, to their credit, they found it and they got back in it and did a lot of really good things, but you just don't want to put yourself in a hole, especially on the road. It's just so hard. So you got to think tonight, San Francisco, this is a team that's reeling, but they just got a big win. They're feeling a little confident. They're at home. It's a different team. You need to come out and be ready to go, or you're going to find yourself in another hole. Those are the words of Mark Durant coming up. We'll hear from the other Mark. His name is Mark Pope. He's the BYU head coach. When the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and San Francisco meeting for the 35th time, all time in WCC play. It's the 25th get-together. BYU has won 18 of the previous 24 conference clashes, but the Dons have won five of the last nine, so a slight edge to the home team tonight. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope 
Our conversation, as always, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope breaks down a Don's team looking to get back into the WCC mix after a sluggish 1-5 start. This is a really, really good team. Um, they had a, you know, the second hardest schedule in our league to start the season. And, and like we've talked about all year long, this is a league that's going to just chew itself up. It's a good league. And so, um, you know, they took the brunt of that. They, you know, they get to have some home games right now. Um, and, and their schedule, you know, shows a little bit of daylight here coming up. And so um, they're feeling some life and they know they need to make a big push. And they're a really, really, really good team. Fair to say this is the most competitive the league has been, maybe the best quality top to bottom since you've been in the conference? Yeah, top to bottom. Um, I think definitely top to bottom without a doubt. Um, it's it's the best the league's been, and, and it's a credit to the league. San Francisco focuses so much on the three-point line, both in what they do offensively and how they try and take it away defensively. Yeah, they're number four in the country in, in, in uh, three-point field goal percentage of attempts. Right. Yeah. Um, and they take really hard shots. Uh, you know, a little bit like Santa Clara, they have three guards that can just go score on their own anytime they want to. Um, and they and they give those guys free reign. And, and it, you know, kind of what you've seen from them early in the league is they can go beat anybody at any time. Um, it, their, their, their challenge is how consistent can they be doing it that way and and uh, so it's a it's a huge challenge for us it's nice that we get a look at essentially the same makeup of a team as we did against Santa Clara so we can go see if we can do it better you know we let all three of those guys be 20 point scorers at Santa Clara and we got to find a way to find a way to contain these guys on the perimeter and guard them a little bit more solidly teams usually don't get the number of assists they usually get when they play San Francisco. Yeah. What makes them such a good defensive assist rate team? Yeah, so they're they're very much St. Mary's feel right now. They're both in the top 15 in the country in limiting assists per field goal made. Um, and and what they do is they try and turn this into a two-man game. They'll do it a bunch of different ways. They'll V back a lot. They'll switch the switch a lot. Um, and they'll stay attached to shooters and kind of trust their physicality and their pressure on the ball and their length. You know, they they can put massively huge lineups uh, inside and, and just try and force guys to make plays on their own, um, which puts a real impetus on us. We have to find a way to really get some tempo to this game. It's a way that you can open up some space. we got to really, really be active away from the ball on penetration with blind cutters and finding passing windows and all the things that you do to kind of make yourself available to make plays. Stampedes and Maggettis are super important for us tonight. And um, but, but, you know, there, there's that pocket of this league that, that focuses their defense on not allowing assists. And, and that, that group has always been uh, a real challenge for us because that's where we try and live. And so um, it's, a, it's, it's two styles of play competing against each other. Some of these guys you know pretty well, uh, Shabazz and Kunin and Meeks and uh, even Mark Ovetsky, but maybe their most consistent player this year has been a guy you saw playing for another team in the NIT this past yeah. year, Tyrell Roberts. Yeah, Tyrell Roberts, uh, terrific player. You know, their backcourt between Roberts and Shabazz and Williams, um, they got, like I said, they have three crazy explosive scores, um, and great players, and um, and so, you know, Roberts has been more consistent scoring, but Shabazz has given, you know, he's such a problem on the defensive end. He just is so disruptive. He's been incredibly consistent that way, and Williams is, is growing in his comfort level, uh, coming off the bench and really having an impact scoring. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really, really uh, terrific, terrific veteran, experienced, uh, skilled backcourt. It's, it's going to be a challenge for everybody they face this year. Another chance for you guys to bounce back here tonight. Yep, let's go. Okay, Coach, thank you. We'll talk to you post-game. Thank you. 
All right, that is BYU head coach Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built. Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for the Cougs and the Dons tonight? We talk about the Dons. It's all about the three-pointers, as Coach mentioned. You, you, you don't need to beat them in made threes, but you need to be in the ballpark. I'd say if you're within three on made threes, you've done a pretty good job against the Dons. And then the other thing is just got to value the basketball, Greg. Value the basketball, particularly on the road. I think BYU... Can, do you have a number in mind tonight? Well, it's not so much a number Percentage? as is, is San Francisco turns it over quite a bit, too. So I think if you're lower than San Francisco, that's my number, is okay. lower than them, you're in great shape to win this game. So fewer turnovers than the Dons by the end of this one? That's what you want to see. That's, 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 I'm gonna, uh, that, let's put that in stone. That's what I'm going with. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of your 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco on the new skin BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by... The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are coming to you live from the Hilltop War Memorial Gymnasium on the campus of the University of San Francisco, USF tonight. The 14-8 BYU Cougars, 4-3 in the WCC, taking on 13-9 USF. Dons 2-5 in the league. These teams shared third in the preseason WCC coaches poll. Yes, Cougars and Dons picked to finish tied for third. At least that was the tie in the polling. And both teams south of that right now. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operators are Corbin Radford and Ethan Arkell. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. Our broadcast intern, Shiler Johnson at BYU Radio and you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite radio flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. And our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at BYURadio.org. Lots of ways to tune us in. Well, BYU's alternating win-loss routine over the last five games is in some ways a reflection of the season through 22 games. A 3-1 start, then a 2-4 stretch, then a 7-game win streak, then 2-3 since. It has been kind of an up-and-down campaign for the Cougs, Mark. It has, and, you know, Coach talks about progression. I want to see these guys progress. They're young, inexperienced. You just want to see them get better. And I I think one of the encouraging things that we saw the last month or so is I think BYU was getting better, playing really solid. Now, I think they took a real step backwards in Santa Clara and some of the the issues we saw earlier in the season kind of reared their ugly head, particularly the turnovers. What you want to do is not keep going that direction. Just get right back on the direction you were going and keep getting better so you're finishing strong and then you go to the conference tournament and postseason play, you're playing your best basketball. What I'd like to see, Greg, is uh, is continue to have more consistency both 
as a team and as individual players. I need to see more consistency from Gideon George. He's got he's just got to be a scorer for BYU, Greg. He's got to score the basketball. He does a lot of great things. He doesn't hurt you when he's on the floor, but he's got you need scoring from him. I'd like to see consistency out of Rudy Williams. He showed the other night how good he is and how dominant he can be and if he's aggressive and has a an aggressive mindset on the offense. I just want to see you know, I don't know who's going to play good tonight. To be honest, I, I want to know who's going to play good. I want to be able to rely on that, and it's it's a problem when you don't know who's going to contribute for you from night to night. Maybe the most consistent player of late has been the guy that had to miss nine games this year, and that was Spencer Johnson. Yeah, Spencer is the he's the guy that is the kind of the exception to that rule. He's just been really steady. What I'd like to see now from Spencer, Greg, is if you're shooting 55 60% from the three, you need to shoot more. He's got to shoot more. He shouldn't be averaging 13 or 14 points. He should be getting 20, 25 points. So be more aggressive with your shot. Even if even if that comes down 10 percentage points because you're more aggressive, that's still 45%. That's awesome. So I'd like to see Spencer shoot more, but he is, he is Mr. Consistency. All right, coming up after our break, we'll get the San Francisco perspective as we hear from first-year USF head coach Chris Gerlofson as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Hilltop in San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues from San Francisco. Beautiful day by the bay, man. Every conference trip uh, represents BYU's last WCC stop at all these league venues, and so it is with a USF and War Memorial Gymnasium. BYU played a few games here before joining the WCC and may come back here again someday, hard to say, but for now this is it as BYU plays out its final West Coast Conference slate, and so far through four league games away, BYU's 2-2. Two and two. Wins at Pacific and at San Diego. Losses at LMU and the other night at Santa Clara. Still to come, though, the Cougars' toughest road challenges at Gonzaga and at St. Mary's. Those will be BYU's last two WCC road games ever. But that's certainly not to discount tonight's game on the Hilltop or even playing at Pepperdine. Uh, The Big 12 will be a monumental challenge moving forward, but even the WCC has clearly been a tough nut to crack for BYU. Well, of course, USF has uh, been an also-ran for the entire length of BYU stay in the WCC. And the start to this season, that was a letdown for the Dons. They, They lost five of their first six league games, bouncing back with a wire-to-wire win over Pacific on Thursday. And a short time ago, I spoke with USF head coach Chris Gerlofson about the sense that uh, USF may be on the rebound and about to climb back up the conference ladder. That's what we need, you know, and we've been a little inconsistent to this point, you know, shown that we can beat anybody on our schedule uh, and also lose anybody on our schedule. And, and that's been the frustrating and challenging part for us as a staff, um, you know, and, and so the other night is a good springboard. Um, you know, BYU obviously is a quality, quality opponent, super well coached. We know it's going to be a fight, you know, with them coming in off a loss the other night. So we're going to have to up what we did the other night um, and kind of ramp our stuff up to, to have another good performance. By the end of the year, things tend to even out. But strength of schedule is a component so far in league. You've had a tough go so far. Yeah, no, I mean, we've, we've had a tough run to start. And, um, 
we're not in the excuse making business, you know, and we have to accept kind of our fate at this point, you know, and, and I told the team before last game, we control what happens to us from here on out. You know, we have a lot of key quality opportunities still left on our schedule, uh, tonight being one of them, and really trying to stay short-sighted, you know, and take it day by day with this group. It's so easy to focus how 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 important the three-point shot is to USF basketball, but you scored exactly half your points from threes on Thursday, and 40 to 50 percent is kind of your wheelhouse, isn't it? Yes, yeah, similar to, to yourselves. You know, I think you're at 42 percent of your, your your field goal attempts are threes. We're probably a little bit higher than that. Not necessarily how we always want to operate. I think the games that we've had success, we've had a little bit better balance. Um, but, you know, it's kind of how this team is built. You know, I think we are a team that can get hot from three. Um, and, and hopefully we learn from what that balance looks like so we can have an inside-out presence. Defensively, you're very disruptive in that your opponents have a very low assist rate. You take them out of they want to do of what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably similar to Mark, you know, in terms of how they go about it, too, is is we want to make people kind of make one-on-one plays uh, and force teams to beat us that way versus getting spaced out and spread out and allowing teams to play pitch and catch and, and get clean threes. So um, we've changed it up a little bit, though, you know, based on our personnel. Um, but, you know, I think that is something on the defensive end that can present some problems for some teams. Good Santa Clara team had BYU down 13 first half on Thursday. Cougs come back to take a lead, and Santa Clara closes it out. Um, thoughts on the BYU scout and things you'd want to get done tonight? Yeah, I, you know, I was impressed with the way they responded. I think you were down 14-2 to two to start the game, and there really wasn't any panic. They just kept chipping away. I think some guys came in off the bench and provided a really good spark. Um, and we know it's a 40-minute game with any time we play BYU, um, you know, and that's a testament to kind of the program. Play super hard. Um, and it's going to be a battle. We need to do a really good job in transition defense. I think you guys are at your best when the game's up and down, um, and and you kind of feed off other teams' turnovers and bad shots, and so that's an emphasis for us. We need to do a good job of taking care of the ball, making sure we get quality shots so we can get our defense set. And finally, how's the uh, first year feel so far for you? It's great, man. I I mean, I've been waiting a long 24, 25 years for this, so um, enjoying every day of it. Um, It's been a blast. Obviously, a little up and down to this point. Um, Enjoying the wins for sure and probably uh, not enjoying the losses as much. Um, Not that you ever do, but um, it's been great. And uh, love our kids, love our staff. So we're looking forward to getting back out there tonight. Well, Coach, whether it's been Coach Smith or Coach Golden or now you, really appreciate the time you take in pregame. We'll see you back in Provo for the regular season finale. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, that is USF head coach, the first-year head coach, Chris Gerlofson. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues after this, live from San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and San Francisco straight ahead. Second of four games on today's WCC slate. Pepperdine and Portland winding down at the Childs Center. The Pilots scored 50 in the first half. A lower scoring second half for the home team. But Portland still leads Pepperdine 86-75. to 107 to go. Pepperdine the only winless team in conference play. So the Pilots about to rack up a W. And Pepperdine continues to struggle. Santa Clara. 
playing at St. Mary's in the most intriguing game of the night, you could argue. That one also tips the top of the hour, same time as this one. The nightcap is uh, Gonzaga looking to bounce back from Thursday's stunning home loss to LMU. The Zags visiting Pacific, LMU, and San Diego have the night off. And suddenly, Mark, it's St. Mary's in the driver's seat, the only unbeaten team in conference play, the Gales. The Zags, meantime, opening the door. Let's now see if the Gales or maybe some other team can rise up and walk through, but certainly St. Mary's in a great spot right now as the only unbeaten 6-0. Yeah, St. Mary's looks really good, and I don't have to like St. Mary's to appreciate what they do on the basketball court. I mean, it's really impressive, the system they have, how they play, the discipline they play with. They're just really, really tough to beat, and I guess the one thing I would say is that they still haven't played BYU or Gonzaga. they got to do that four more times, and, yep. and that's a tough road, but, you know, listen, I... I like St. Mary's chances, at least in Moraga against Gonzaga and BYU, and then we'll see how they do on the road. But it's impressive. I, I was hoping that the team that didn't win the conference wouldn't be St. Mary's, but, you know, it may be nice to have a little bit of a change up at the top. But the fact is BYU's got to play well and get in a nice position, whether it's third, fourth, or even if they can move up to second somehow, that they're ready to play in the conference tournament because I think there is a chance this year to actually do some damage in the conference tournament and maybe get an NCAA in- invite. All right, league standings coming into today's game. St. Mary's 6-0, Gonzaga 5-1, so solo first and solo second there. Then at, then at solo third, Santa Clara at 4-2. and two. A tie for fourth with LMU and BYU at 4-3. and three. Pacific a half game back at 3-3. Three and three. Portland 2-4, and four, about to go 3-4. and four. San Diego 2-5, and five. USF also 2-5. and five. And then Pepperdine will drop to 0-7 this afternoon. That's how it looks in the WCC coming into tonight's game. Some final words before tip-off are coming your way after this break. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, BYU and USF coming up. Talked about it with both coaches in pregame interviews, Mark. Uh, USF basketball is all about the three-point shot. Taking a lot, making enough, and taking the threes away on the other side. They don't rely on twos. They really rely on threes. BYU a little more balanced, but what they need to rely or hopefully can rely on is more of Foose. Took only three shots in the Santa Clara loss on, on Thursday. Normally, if Foose isn't making a lot of shots, he's making an impact elsewhere. But it was really kind of an, an indifferent night relative to BYU and Foose. And I think Coach Pope in postgame said there's a little bit of coaching involved in that. and Maybe they could, the design could be different to get Foose more involved, especially early. Well, some teams can confront and make it difficult, but you, there's ways to get it in. They need to do that. Three is unacceptable to me. Foose has to touch it and shoot it as much as possible for this team to be successful. Tip-off of BYU in San Francisco coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.